You know, life is busy, but so is Satan. This is 5 Minutes in Coffee, brought to you by The Christian Strain. My name is Jerry, and I'd like to spend 5 awesome minutes discussing the inspired Word of God. How do you like your Thank you for joining me for today's bonus episode. I do want you to know that I have my wife with me on this episode. She is a licensed therapist, and also you will hear our new baby boy, John, moonlighting on this episode as well. So let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of 5 Minutes in Coffee. Today, we are answering a question that was posted on social media. And if you are not following me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Christian Strength, you may be missing out on these questions. I posted this question in hopes of seeing what some of you thought about this situation. The question read, my husband and I just got married after having our third child. Their ages are 10, 8, and 5. I am extremely frustrated as we don't make enough money to cover our bills. I feel like there's more he could do. How can I bring this up to him without being disrespectful? I haven't done a good job of bringing this up in the past. I'd like to provide some background to this question, but before I do that, I want you to know if you would like to send in a question, I will keep it completely anonymous and I will post it on air in, in hopes to get feedback from like-minded Christians. So the background in this situation is the wife and husband are 29 and 30, which means that they probably had their first child when they were 19 and 20. The husband is an overnight stalker and the wife is an LPN. She is looking to go back to school to become an RN to greatly improve their finances. She has asked her husband to work two jobs so that she can go to school full time. However, the husband has been resistant to this idea and it is frustrating to her because she sees no way out of their situation. Each month, they are short on their bills and the wife states that she does not want to borrow any more money, nor does she want to rack up any more credit card debt. She is feeling down that her children may not be able to do sports this year. They both come from single parent homes. So for this question, before I answer, I do want to let you know, I have my wife, Ashley with me. Ashley, will you introduce yourself to our listeners? Hi, everybody. My name is Ashley. I am a licensed clinical social worker. I've been in the field of social work for the past 10 years, working in behavioral health and also the healthcare industry. Thanks for having me. So with my wife being a wife and a mother and a therapist, I thought who better than to bring on this episode with me to give feedback on how to answer this question. And again, if you want to provide your input before we discuss this situation, make sure you're following me on social media, posting what you think and your thoughts and your great advice, and then we can all grow together. So when I hear a story like this, the first thing that I want to do is think that, you know, why can't this husband get it together? Why can't he turn himself around and figure this out? But then there's always the idea that there's two sides to this story and that although this wife may be frustrated and she does give an indication that there was some type of struggle in the past, it leads me to believe that there is more going on in this situation than the question that was asked. So as a wife, what do you think that this wife and mother is feeling? It sounds like she's really wanting to elevate her family forward, um, you know, so that they're not struggling financially. And she wants her, both herself and her husband to be able to reach 
some more professional goals that they, they each may have for one another and also she some goals that she may have for him. And it sounds like she's kind of struggling in figuring out how to make that happen because they grew their family, which is great, and I'm sure something both of them both of them really wanted. And now they're finding themselves at a point where their family is growing and so are their financial needs. And so she sounds like she's trying to figure out a way to sort of alleviate that dilemma that she's having and work with her husband at the same time. When I listen to this story, my mind, obviously, well, maybe not obviously, but my mind goes to the husband because I am a husband and I am a father. And sometimes when situations like this happen, as the head of the household, I have to ask myself, I wonder if he is considering what God thinks about his actions in this situation. And if he has thought about what God thinks, is that why he's so hesitant? It's a very serious matter when you have to present yourself before God to say, God, this is what I have done for my family. So I am hoping that that is something that he's considered and that is something that he has prayed about because I know that in our relationship, when you bring something to me, you are not just bringing it to me because you have a dream. It is something that you are actively wanting to do for our family. Well, the thing is, is that it I understand, I could understand his hesitancy if that were a request being made of me. Because the fact of the matter is, you know, going to going back to school is one thing. But if you're asking me to work two jobs and you're going to be a full-time student, that's going to place an addition, that's, that places a different burden on the family. So it's not just a matter of you going and building yourself up professionally. I'm sure that most husbands would support that. But at the same time, um, him working two jobs takes him away from the family more. It also pre- places a, a more of a financial burden on him because she's no longer working because she's now in school. So there are there are other things to be considered outside of just do I want you to be able to achieve your your educational goals? And so I think that's something to look closely at too. Are you creating more? Are you creating a different problem on the other end by pushing? forward to pursue this goal that you have. Yeah. And one of the things that I, I think about is I understand wanting to go back to school and I understand him not wanting to go back to school, but sometimes we get fixated on an idea and a plan that this is the only way it has to go. So I wonder if, if maybe she can go to school part-time, which doesn't place as much of a burden on him. And then I assume once she gets to our clinicals and that's full time, then maybe they have a discussion about a shorter amount of time of him having to work a little bit more or just something around that area, because clearly something in their situation has to change and it's not going to change without someone putting in effort. Right. And that, that the other thing that I kind of picked up on in reading her story is they're already struggling to make ends meet with the current bills that they have their kids are in sports they they may have other financial commitments obviously they've got credit card debt so to me one of the priorities also would be that they need to connect as a couple and figure out what's happening with their finances that caused them to be in this dilemma that they're in are they managing their money appropriately is the money going to sort of recreational activities and non-essential stuff before 
you know, the the priority items are getting paid for. You know, do are they budgeting monthly as a couple or are they kind of just spending at leisure whatever they want? Do they have a, a, a financial goal in mind in terms of paying down debt? Do they, you know, what, what are they, where are they starting from in terms of their financial plans? Because making more money, sure, it, it's helpful in theory because you have more money in your pocket. But if you don't know how to manage and budget your money, then you may find yourself just having more bills and more debt because you're making more money. And so I think one of my first questions as a therapist, talking to a couple who's struggling financially and who's seeing some tension and some stress in their marriage because of it, is what are your financial goals and have you all discussed those with one another? And are both of you actively working toward achieving those goals? Because if only one person has that goal and you're trying to get the other person on board, you're basically pulling a stubborn mule by yourself trying to get them on your side and, and it's you'll never be able to achieve the outcome that you're looking for. That's very true. And one of the things that I I picked up on within this story is that she's feeling desperate, which makes me wonder what is her prayer life like? What is the prayer life like of their family? Because if you don't have an active relationship with God, it's very easy to think that if something doesn't happen right now in this moment, the world is going to end and I'm going to end with it. And I have to do whatever I have to do. And that sense of desperation oftentimes is more so just a lack of faith. Or so my thoughts about this family is, do they have another family, a marriage, a, an older married couple that they can go and watch and watch and ask questions. Sometimes I think that we don't value the experience that we can gain from others, especially those who are like-minded in Christ, who are a bit more seasoned and have walked a little longer in the faith. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. You know, especially when it comes to, um, you know, gender roles and figuring out how to work together as a as a couple I know um you know a lot of times when you first get married both of you come into the marriage with ideas about what what a wife should be like what a husband should be like you try to match it as closely as you can to what you're you're observing and reading in the bible but sometimes it's hard to put that into practice in your your regular life um and so a lot of times a great way to get some insight and to get some some encouragement is through other Christian couples, particularly when you, you get to see those non-traditional roles being fulfilled. Um, you know, with finances and things like that, a lot of times, you know, it's assumed that the man handles the finances or, or he handles the bills um, because we look at traditional models of the family where maybe the wife did not work outside the home and the husband did, you know, and so we tend to model that a, a little bit in our marriages. Um, but things are changing now where you have two people who are bringing in two separate incomes. They're having to figure out how to manage things in their household with two working parents. And talking to other Christian couples can sometimes help you navigate that because it, it does get challenging. I also observed, you know, in her story, she's slightly older than her husband. 
Um, and so maturity-wise and even experience-wise, she may have some different experiences than he has, and that may be what's driving her to want to pursue going back to school where he is a little bit resistant. You know, so there are, are nuances to their marriage that really would need to be navigated, uh, especially now that she has, she's not, you know, having young children you know babies anymore at her house she's her kids are a little bit older maybe her goals are changing um so those are all important things to sit down and talk about as a couple and also maybe navigate with other couples to see to see how they handle changes in their family as uh, time went on so when i continue to hear their story not only do i think they need an older marriage role model i also wonder what friends do they have for their marriage you know do they have friends that they can just vent to and complain to or do they have other married christian families who can understand what they're going through and direct them in a spiritual manner that way they are not leaning on their on their own emotions and on their own frustrations and missing the power of god as a wife how would you recommend that she go to her husband in order to bring this up? Well, the first thing I would say is you can approach it like you you want something for the family and you need him to do it. Um, I think any approach like that is always going to be met with a little bit of resistance and a little bit of hesitancy because it's not a joint plan. It's your plan for the family. So I think that um, coming together uh, and approaching it like um, what what can we do? And more importantly, what can I do to help us achieve this goal? Um, it shows humility and it shows a willingness to work as a team and as a partnership. Because, you know, and I, and I know this is something that we hear often, um, but you can't change other people. You can only change yourself. You can only control yourself and how you respond to situations and how you, um, how you approach situations. And so if you approach every problem in your marriage, like what can I do? How can I serve you as my spouse? How can I be a better Christian, a better steward to the blessings that God has provided me? I think that you will always, at, at minimum, you will always know that the outcome of the situation is God's will, as opposed to it being your will that you're wanting to manipulate the outcome of. And and hopefully, even if you come, you come to that conversation and your husband is still not on board with that plan, um, you know, you still have prayer. You, you have the ability to go to God in prayer and pray for his will to be done in that scenario, in that situation. It could be that maybe now is not the right time to go to, to go back to school. Um, but maybe in a couple of years, the opportunity will present itself where your husband may not have to have two jobs for you to be able to do it. Maybe you will, you know, be presented with a scholarship or, um, or a raise at work or, a change in schedule so that you can go to to school online or you know there are just a number of scenarios and sometimes um as you mentioned earlier when we have it in our mind that there's only one way for something to work that's often how we get to that point of desperation and then we present it to other people like we need them to do it our way or 
there's no other option. There's no other alternative. And so taking a step back and approaching it with humility, I think, is always the best way to start that dialogue with, with your spouse. Another thing I would say I would encourage her to do when she's bringing the conversation up to her husband is just acknowledging how the previous conversation went. A lot of times when a certain issue is a topic of contention between two people, one of the people ends up starting off defensive because of how the conversation went on previous occasions. So maybe just acknowledging that she didn't handle it right the first time and and starting the conversation off with intentions to approach it differently may lead to different results uh, the next time she brings it up. Um, and sometimes that can help just kind of clear the air and release the tension about that particular subject. So when I think about this question as a husband, I think if this were my wife and she were to come to me or you were to come to me, I think what would help is just like you said, for her to clear the air and also to let me know how she feels. One of the things that I didn't understand is how you would feel about certain things. So when you would come to me and talk to me and give me the ability to see where you were at, it made it so much easier to understand where you were coming from. For me personally, it still doesn't mean I'm going to go with your plan, but it does make it more likely that I'm going to sit down and come up with a plan that we can both adhere to. So for this wife, my advice is to to disarm him, to come completely humble and say, I apologize for how I've approached the subject in the past, but the reason that it happened was because of this, and I feel like this, and I need your help to overcome this situation. So with that being said, this wife is going to have to disarm her husband and to just really be open to what happens in this situation. That way she can at least have a conversation and as you said before, down the line, when things may be better, the husband will know that this is a goal that she has. And it may also allow him to start thinking about what he can do simply because of the humility that will be displayed in approaching her husband this way. Well, I think it's also important to disarm the wife, too, because one of the reasons she may be feeling desperate is because it's financial stability uh, is really important for women. You know, we don't want to be in a situation where we feel like the floor is going to fall from under us every day, you know, and, and so having that peace of mind that your spouse is aware of that and has plans to actively make sure that your family has everything it needs will help her not feel like she has to be the one to solve all the problems. If you feel like you, you can't rely on your spouse to protect you and to provide for your family, then of course, if you feel like you have to step into that role in addition to all of your other responsibilities, you're going to approach it with desperation because you don't feel like anybody else is looking out for you. So I think she should communicate that, communicate those fears, communicate those those desires, obviously in a way that does not come off as an attack or you know, a, a criticism on her spouse, but more as just a, you know, uh, an open dialogue about things that are concerning to her and hope that he, he hears that messaging and is willing to meet her halfway to make sure that those fears, um, are eased and those concerns are eased. So in order to make this message simple, 
what we are basically saying is this is a situation that is going to require two people to communicate effectively by both of them humbling themselves. And in this case, it sounds like one person is going to have to humble themselves before the other. That way the situation can be resolved. So with that being said, that is our take on this anonymous situation. If you want to add your take, feel free to go on social media at the Christian strength and go ahead and write your comments of what you think this couple needs to do. And if you want your situation answered or discussed, please go ahead and email that to me at thechristianstrength at gmail.com. Or if there's a situation you're aware of and would like advice about, you're more than welcome to email that to me as well. We've this is Jerry this and episode, Ashley with 5 Minutes in Coffee. But always time to please God. Stay connected with me. Find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Christian Strength. And we might just find time for another 5 Minutes in Coffee.